Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hi guys, welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I'm so excited to share with you today the conversation that I had with my friend Tara. Tara is somebody I've been following online for a while. She is very highly, highly successful in her field of health and fitness. Uh, But what I love about Tara is she's always pointing people to Jesus. She keeps it real and shares about the struggles in her own life. Uh, But she's also somebody that gives hope and encouragement. And I hope that this interview or this conversation I had with my friend Tara, um, that you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed having it. So take a listen. Well, I am so excited to have my next guest here at the Ready to Thrive podcast. Her name is Tara, but do you pronounce it Tara? Tara. Can you tell me? It is Tara. And how do you pronounce your last name? Bilek. I like this is what happens when you just meet people online and you see their name, but you don't actually get to say it. Well, Tara, I'm so glad to have you on because you are somebody who, when I see your posts, I see your stories, I think this is a woman who is thriving in her life and she does not shy away from the struggles or sharing the hard things that it's not about life is easy and perfect, but really fighting for thriving. And that's really a big message that I feel like is on my heart. How do we actually be intentional? How do we push, push forward through those hard things? And so I just want to um, have people hear a little bit about your story and what you do and where you're at. So um, I'd love to hear just a little bit more about you. Awesome. I'm so excited to be here. This is so cool. Um, so I am a mom of three, married to um, my good friend from high school. <laughs> we grew up in the same town. So we were very, you know, um, we knew each other. We um, connected after after high school and got married and had three kids. We were both teachers. Um, we be, we became Christian um, probably early twenties, and then we really like gave our life to Christ um, like a year before we got married. Um, so it, it's been a roller coaster. Um, and we really had no clue like what we were doing. We were just like, okay, so this feels right. Um, we were we were just, you know, baby, baby Christians and just seeking the the Lord and praying and and reading the word, but not really getting it, you know. And we were going to a church that was just um, you know, um, kind of like the church that I grew up with, like a Catholic church and and kind of um just teaching, but not, um, I, I, there was something missing there, you know, and we were kind of in and out of church. We didn't go consistently. And, um, I, it was, we, we felt like we were missing something, something was missing in our lives. And, and, um, you know, I feel like it, it was truly the revelation of what grace is. And it wasn't until my, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, like they shared like this random podcast with us from Joseph Prince. Um, 
And we were like, oh, cool. That's cool. Like we really were like, I don't really get what you're getting, but it's, it's a good, it's a good sermon. And, um, it wasn't until a couple months later where we kept listening to him and we're like, wait, something's different. Like what's going on here? And we were really like, there was, you know, a true revelation of what grace was. And it wasn't until that that season in our lives where we're like, we've been missing the boat. We've been missing the entire boat. Like we're loved without doing anything, you know, just because of what Christ did for us. So that's when everything changed for us. And, um, you know, we're both teachers, um, praying for financial increase. We were praying for a breakthrough. Um, cause I took some time off having my babies and um, my husband was looking for another job. And then I we were praying for my husband to find another job. And that's when my business, <laughs> like God was like giving me this gift of like, here, here's a fitness business. Do you want to jump in? And I jumped and in was, like that. Was that something you were ever interested in before? Is that something you had been dabbling with or... Um, I actually went to school for nutrition before I got my teaching certificate because in college I gained 40 pounds. Um, I was very inactive. I didn't want to work out. I wasn't, you know, I was a swimmer before that, so I wasn't, you know, swimming anymore. Um, I was eating all the wrong things and I actually just researched what I can do to change the way I feel. So I started incorporating like, you know, just whole foods, God made foods. And I started walking at night around campus and I lost the weight. And I thought, wow, like if I could help other women feel this way, um, then that would be great. But then, you know, I didn't want to work in a hospital. So I went back to get my um, teaching degree and I taught for 10 years. So, um, and I loved it, loved everything about it. So having that fitness, I loved fitness for myself. I didn't love, like I wasn't thinking, oh, I want to be a personal trainer or I want to teach other people, you know, in a gym. Like I don't want to be in front of people working out. That wasn't my intention, but it was the, you can help other people with these things um, and other moms can feel the way you do. Because I worked out at home after having kids. So it was like a good match for me. Although very scary, very scary to start anything new. <laughs> like to start this new business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so for yourself, would you say, um, like what, what are the things you do personally to help you get to that place of thriving in your life? Because you said, like, you took charge when you were in university. You're like, I did all the research. I went for the walks. And now you're this mom of three kids. You're running a business. What do you do? And are you homeschooling? Is that yes. also? And homeschooling, right? So you've got a lot going on. So what do you do to keep yourself now, now that you're in this place in life, what do you do to help yourself thrive? Well, before... I got into this business. It was just about me getting into shape and feeling good so I could keep up with my kids so I can not be tired all the time, you know, um, and not hide. You know, I just felt like it was, oh, you know, in the pictures, I was always hiding 
you know, and I didn't want to hide anymore. I just wanted to feel good in my skin. And after um, I jumped into this business, part of this business is personal development, which I thought, hmm, self-help, like I'm really not into that. My Bible is my personal development, which it is, which it is. But I started listening to podcasts and I started um, really, really surrounding myself with positive, um, with positivity, with people that um, just speak life into you, with people that's just, um, you know, have a great outlook on life, business, leadership, um, and sermons, all of that, all of that. I was really surrounding myself with that stuff. So I just felt like, okay, I, I, now I just want to get into, I want to stay in shape. I want to create a great routine for myself and my children um, so they can see fitness, personal development, um, you know, Bible studies, going to church, the whole nine yards. Like it's all about Jesus. It's all about God because we need to take care of our bodies because we are blessed with our bodies. It's the only one we have. How can I, you know, not? So teaching them that. Um, that's when it all started. So it was like six years ago. It all started where that started. Okay, personal development. And it was like, let's get into a morning routine because now that I was working as a full-time teacher and I had a business on the side that I was trying to grow with three kids, five and under, <laughs> the only way I can do this is if I get up super early, which who wants to do? But it's necessary. So I would get up super early, spend time with the Lord. You know, um, I would get a workout in, listen to some great podcast on the way to work. So that was like that conditioning that started this whole thing. And well, and I, and I just want to pause there for a second because I love a few different things you shared. One thing you shared is that not only um, when you were in university, you began to be aware of what you were putting in your mouth, mm -hmm. but as you were just sharing in this other stage of your life, you began to become aware of what you're putting into your mind. And I think that's really a big thing is that you were recognizing that and feeding yourself, okay, I want to be around uh, people that are going to speak life into me and they are going to challenge me in the best ways. Um, so I love that because I think that's something that we can, we can miss that sometimes, that idea of um, what are we feeding our souls, right? What are we feeding our minds? And that you did the hard thing that I think is, you know, I've noticed this about people who I think are really who are successful or who are living life to the full. I would say for most of them, they are getting up early, right? They've realized that this, how you start your day makes such a big difference. And I was chatting with somebody yesterday who was mentioning that he was trading the um, hour he would stay up later at night, binge watching whatever, just that final show or then eating something he didn't want to eat or whatever it might be. That was low value. He was trading that for an early morning, which was high value. And so tell me just, I want to know actually super specifically, and I know this may have changed in the last six years, what it looks like, but really specifically, what does that morning routine look like? Because I think that's something for people to go, okay, well, I get up early, but now what? What does that look like for you? So I love this question because I really, every time I used to get up early, um, 
when I was working. So it was earlier back then. It was like four o'clock. My husband would be like, wow. you're crazy. And I'm like, successful people get up early. <laughs> so that was like my thing. And that has just successful financially, but successful people in life get up early, you know? And so right now, and this, this hasn't really changed a lot, but I do get up at five now. <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit better. Um, so I start off with spending time with the Lord because I give him my first of everything, right? So I wake up and I'm really, I really just thank him. I thank him for what he's done specifically in my life for the day before, for that night. Just, I just spend time with him. And then after that, it's usually, you know, I'll read the Bible. Um, I'm doing a, a, a study now um, on a couple different chapters. So I really dig into that. And then after that, I open a book. I know this seems like there's a lot, a lot there, but I, I just read a couple pages in this, in, in, a, in a book that I'm reading just to kind of get me in the right mindset for the day. Um, and then after that, usually the kids are waking up and I could get a workout in because they usually have that downtime where they're going to watch a TV show or whatever. But, um, you know, there's so many different ways you can do this. I used to go on like a prayer walk where I would get out of the house at early morning, you know, not with no headphones, nothing, no phone. I think that's a, that's a key point I want to say. I bought an alarm clock, an actual alarm clock. <laughs> and I do think it's important to not pick up your phone when you wake up. Um, because I, I do think phones can be addicting. And once you open that email or that text or that going on social media or whatever it is, your brain, it like just like fogs everything. And then you go down, you could go down that rabbit trail where it's like, no, 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 no. I wasn't, I didn't even want to go there. And, you know, so I think it could be toxic, especially if you, um, I know I, I work my business for my phone. So this is a really big thing for me that I really have to keep my phone off. Um, well, I love what you just shared the two things. One, I've started this going for a walk without my phone and I'll just tell my husband or babysitter, I'm like, I'm phoneless. Like you can't, which sounds, seems so crazy in this world, 20 minutes or whatever it might be. But it is for me going for a walk or a jog or something. It's always been this time to pray and connect. And even though I'm usually listening to worship music, it's mm -hmm. like, it's still just good to listen and be still. And so I love that. Um, I also love what you shared about, I think what we can do often is we say, I'm just going to do this one thing, right? It's like, I'm just going to look at this. I'm just gonna look at the weather or this one email or this one. And I think what happens is you're right. We get into this place where our brain gets kind of foggy and there's something so special about that early morning time, not just the silence, but it's almost like the sacred time to connect with God and to be able to say, like you said, the first fruits, it's not just the tithing, the 10%, but what does it actually cost us something to get up and to say, I'm going to choose you first. And I know for myself, I do not, I don't always do this. Uh, but when I do, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, it was so good to choose, um, choose him first yeah. over the phone, choose to get up earlier. And I never regret it. That's the thing I tell myself in the morning. I just say, you will not regret this. You will not regret waking up early and meeting with him. So I love that. So many good tips in there. Yeah. Never. Um, 
I love the morning routine. It's so good. And I love that you are such a big advocate for health, healthy eating and exercise. And what would you say to the woman who's like, okay, I'm just, I'm tired. I don't feel like exercising. I don't feel like eating well. Like what, what are the kind of things you would say even to some of your coaching clients? How do you get someone motivated in that way? I, I think that it is, it is like a snowball effect when you, you're eating sugary foods or terrible foods, it really plays a role on the way you feel. And I think that, that we, don't con- we don't consider that. We think, okay, you know, I need to snap out of this. I need, but it's really the after effects linger even when you do s- try to snap out of it. So my husband and I were just talking about that today. Like, you're more tired. The more you sit, you're more tired. The more you know, garbage you're eating, the t- more tired you are. So it's really hard to get out of that funk, but it's possible. And the, the more you do it and the longer you do it, the less you go, like the less you're, you want to go back, the more you crave healthy food. So what I'm going to say is keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple and find something you like to do. That can start, it's for me, it started with walking. It started with walking, getting out. And I did it when it was dark out because I was so, because I was overweight. I didn't feel good about myself. And I was around a bunch of college kids. So I started at night and just walked and walked. And then I, and this is the, the most simple thing that you can do. Start fueling yourself with God made food, foods that are in their natural state. Obviously you can cook your vegetables and stuff like that, but like the outside of the grocery store and it doesn't have to be cold Turkey. It could be slowly. It could be okay. Most of my meals and my snacks today are going to be healthy. Um, you know, not packaged, non-processed foods, you know, and then you might have a little piece of chocolate. That's okay. I'd rather have someone do that than to consume all these packaged diet foods even and items and no car, go no carb. Like I don't want someone to go extreme. We start right. slow and it, 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 it just keeping it simple. Don't, don't, you know, Oh, I'm going to do this and this and this and this, and I'm going to, no, let's one day at a time, you know, one day at a well, time. I, lo- I love what you just said there too, about how you started as a beginner. Mm-hmm going for a walk. And I, and I think that's even somebody can hear you say, Oh, I get up at 5am and they're like, Oh, I can't do that. And I always say, well, get up just five minutes earlier than normal. Start with five minutes of, okay, God, I'm getting up and I'm just going to spend five minutes with you. Not trying to always shoot for that. You know, I'm going to the gym six days a week or something that can't right. actually be attainable. And then we immediately feel like a failure and go back to bad habits instead of just saying, I'm giving myself grace. Tomorrow is a new day. Start again, start again, start again. So I think that probably is one of the things that also helps people who are thriving as they give themselves a good amount of grace and understanding. Um, and like you said, going day after day, right? Nobody, nobody really expects you to go to the gym once and come out looking super buff. We know it takes time, but we can expect that in our walk with God or other things. So, um, so it's I love the that journey and you have to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Every step well, of the way. And it sounds like where you're at right now in terms of living this entrepreneur 
physical fitness coach and you've recently moved, like a lot of exciting things happening in your life, but it sounds like it's, uh, you're living in a great, great place. Where did you guys live before? We lived in Connecticut and we're in Florida now. My husband's going to school for ministry. So he's following his dream, which is amazing. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I just feel like, um, God, we're totally like 100% all in, you know, and God, we're having like, a, we're like, God, you are leading this ship. We've tried to do it before many a times and we failed, you know, and it's just been an adventure. And yeah, there are so many times where it's like, you know, your walk with Christ is like a roller coaster, right? And there are days where it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, I mean, it's because of our flesh, right? We're like, wait, we're 40 years old and we're like <laughs> winging it kind of, you know what I'm saying? But love it. we have, you have to enjoy the adventure. That's what this is all about. And we're able to teach our kids to do the same. And, you know, you don't have it, have to have your life all planned out for you because God's going to just, <laughs> you know, flip you around. <laughs> It definitely does. It definitely does prove the life with Christ is it is an adventure, right? When you are all in, Mm -hmm. um, I want to ask you one more question before we go. I want to ask you just about those hard days, right? Those hard seasons where you find yourself, whether it is those moments in homeschooling where you're going, why did we choose to do this? This is so hard or, or we have moved far away. And, and those moments where you feel like, I, I feel like giving up, or I feel like I'm just surviving. Um, how do you, what do you do in those moments, basically? Oh, I've had so many of those moments this past year <laughs> with homeschooling and my kids. Well, it's been a roller coaster. I'm not going to say we're going to continue to do it forever. We don't know. But there were days in the afternoon I'm like sitting in my bed folding laundry, like, what am I doing? Like these kids, their, their education, I'm responsible for it. Like, what am I thinking? So there's so many days like that. And all the, the best advice I can, I can give anyone is sometimes those days last, like I'm not going to snap out of it in, in an hour, you know? And they last like sometimes weeks, but God is always doing, was always doing a work in me during those times where most of the time he was trying to get something not so pleasant out, you know, because it brings out like homeschooling brings out your ugly, you know what I'm saying? So he was really trying, just removing all the weeds and all the garbage so I can really be who I was meant to be. And and love in a deeper in a deeper sense, especially with my children. So, just really seeking Him, and you know, yeah, there were times where I'm like, what, 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 what? Why are you having me do this? I'm not capable, and that's the whole point. I wasn't capable, and my relationship with Christ always grows so much when I'm in those places. So, surrounding myself with worship music, seeking Him, and thanking Him. Because I really feel like if I didn't have that, oh, gosh, I don't know where I would be, <laughs> you know? You know, I love that. And that's something that I, um, I just did a, 
Instagram series in May talking about those weeds in the soil of our heart. And that's what I found so often in marriage, in parenting, those things that you kind of, you rub up against people in your lives and you notice the ugly that comes out of you. And so I think often we can either push it down and ignore it, or we can blame the other person and say, no, no, it's you. You're the one who's doing this to me. It's your problem. But I love what you just said, because I think that is one of the biggest um, keys, I think, to thriving, is being able to say, this, this ugly has reared its head. Okay, God, now let's get rid of it together, right? I'm willing to let go. I'm willing to say, yep, this is, this is my part in it. This is this thing that's been hanging around for too long. And um, do, is there anything more you want to share about that process of letting go of those things, or identifying those things? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, the old me would have wanted to hold on to those things. Like I'm a yeller and that whole thing, like, I'm like, I don't want my kids to feel like that's just normal because I'm so agitated or whatever. They're making me just, Ooh. so I, that, that whole, you know, getting rid of that and just getting rid of, um, you know, me having to be so confrontational um, when things didn't go smooth. So I saw a lot of that, um, it, you know, I processed through that and, and God reveals it. Like he was revealing those little seeds to me. And actually when those seeds were planted from like long ago, like he brought me back to childhood, like of when I, like I witnessed that same thing or when I, you know, experience something like that. And it's like, you hold on to these things. So you hold on to all of the, this, this baggage that really comes out in ways that you would have never expected. So I'm like, I want to get rid of this. I don't want to hold on to anything. I am not going to be, you know, like I, I will be the first to admit that I have, you know, weaknesses that need to be, you know, taken. And um, through the whole process, you know, my kids have given me a lot of grace too, because there were plenty of times where I had to apologize to them and say, you know, mommy shouldn't have yelled at you for that. You know, mommy shouldn't yell like that anyway. And I'm so sorry. And, you know, if you can pray for me, that would be just, that would be everything. And, and my kids would pray for me. They've had, they've had things come up the same thing where God was, you know, working on them. And we grew so close this year. We really did. So yes, it was difficult. Yes. There were times where I didn't want to get out of bed. <laughs> like, wait, I got to do this again today. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> um, well, that's so good. I'm so glad that you shared that. Cause I think, um, I mean, I, I had a moment this morning too. I can totally re relate where I um, had to apologize to my daughter again because those things, they come up and, um, and even, you know, they come up through our emotions, sometimes out of anger, sometimes tears, whatever it might be. And I love that you just said like, God is so faithful to reveal those things to us and not to shame us, but to just to say, yeah. hey, this thing has come up. Now I get to take it away. If you can let go, if you can come to me, and so I think that is, I think that's actually probably the thing that um, really drew me to you in terms of knowing that you're somebody who uh, was thriving in your life because you were willing to go there mm -hmm. with God and to 
get real and say, Hey, we're, we are digging deep here and we're getting rid of some of this stuff. And in my experience, there can be these, it's almost like a physical purging. There can be these big days of physical purging and then there is regular maintenance, right? There's things that continue to pop up and you're like, Oh, I had no idea this was there or I was holding on to this for the wrong reasons. And so, um, and I love that again, God's never doing it to shame us or condemn us, but just for more freedom. And I think that's one thing you are experiencing too, is that deeper and deeper levels of freedom and I love that you're sharing that uh, with women that you're working with, but also just women um, over social media and you're offering that freedom to others around you. So I love being connected to you. Where can women find you? Oh gosh, this was so awesome. Um, they can find me on Instagram. I'm usually there. It's Tara Bilek, T-A-R-A-B-I-A-L-E-K. Um, that's, you know, I'm on Facebook as well. If you just type in my name, you will find me. and you know, feel free to reach out. And even if you just need to talk about something you're experiencing or something that you could relate to me on, um, I love, I love talking to women and just lifting them up for sure. And any way it could help anyone, whether it's a book, fitness, whatever, I'm there for sure. Awesome. Thank you, Tara. And I know you have some great downloads, mm-hmm. um, that I, you, cause you have a website as well. I Is do. Right? Well, I usually link my downloads in my Instagram. So I do okay. have a morning routine download that's linked. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which is excellent. So I highly recommend people to go check that out. And thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that this has helped everyone move one step closer from surviving to thriving. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to connect more, you can find me hanging out on Instagram at Jacqueline.Widener. This has been an Extend Network production.